Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from Seven Sisters Homeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm talking today with my friend, Vicki. And we like talking because we, we are do. friends. And we are. And we really hope that our seventh sisters are making good homeschool friends along mm-hmm. the journey. Because yeah. life could be weird and we need friends to help us embrace the weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's true. You know, some of some of our most um, bonding moments as friends over the many, many years mm-hmm. have been moments of weirdness that we've had mm-hmm. to embrace, right? You know, that it's it's when we had the homeschool youth group for so many years, we would tell the kids when they were engaged in a challenging game or a service project that group suffering is great bonding. Yes. 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 It's so true. It's so true. So I think that there's probably a lot of people listening to this episode who have experienced some degree of weirdness in mm-hmm. their lives. And probably recently, because we're (laughs) recording this in 2021 Mm -hmm. and um, the earlier part of the year. And wow, 2020 was a weird year worldwide. So it was every single one of us had weirdness thrust Mm -hmm. upon us. Mm -hmm. And then there's this, this uh, point after the weirdness is thrust upon you, where you sort of resign yourself to it. And you shrug and you sigh and you say, well, I guess this is just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Or you embrace the weirdness and you say, well, I guess this is the way it is. So let's figure out what life is going to look like since this is the way it is. And I don't know if everybody does that intentionally. Um, I think a lot of us maybe drift into resignation and don't even realize we have the option to embrace the weirdness. But um, I think there's a lot of room for embracing the weirdness and actively teaching our teens what it looks like to embrace weirdness. I think maybe it's a life skill. I think we should have an audio meme since we don't have an ability to do a a, a visual meme right now. But just imagine Sabrina here. All right. (laughs) And when Sabrina has a revelation, her eyes twinkle and she has this big (laughs) smile. All right. So... Now, Sabrina, with your, with, everybody's picturing Sabrina with her revelation. Re- read your sticky note to us. I have a sticky note that says, it's complicated, but that's okay. So embrace the weirdness and keep trusting Jesus. I and this is my, it's my spiritual <laughs> thesis for life. <laughs> it's written in Sharpie on a sticky note, and it's mm-hmm. stuck to the front of my computer monitor because I need to see it multiple times a day. And that's where the important sticky notes belong. But really, really is there's none of us that live a Pinterest lifestyle. Mm. I'll say that again. (laughs) So true. None of us is living a Pinterest lifestyle. It doesn't work, you guys. And none of us have Pinterest souls. Nope. And none of our kids have Pinterest souls. And our homeschools and the education process doesn't look like Pinterest. And when you throw a pandemic and all that nonsense on top of it, it even looks weirder. It does. It but does. We we can embrace it and can. trust Jesus. So, but how do we do that, Sabrina? Well, I think it comes down to recognizing 
what there is there for us to embrace. Okay. So to embrace something, you have to have something that you're wrapping your arms around that you're Mm -hmm. drawing close. Right. Mm -hmm. And I can, um, we've, we've experienced lots of virtual hugs during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? The people who are are huggers among us will sort of wrap their arms around themselves and, Mm -hmm. and smile at you from, you know, wait, well, you can't tell their elbow tap the screen on your zoom. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But we all know if you're going to actually embrace something, there has to be something right there for you to embrace. So when weirdness comes along, whether that weirdness is a financial disaster and suddenly um, you're losing your house, you're having to downsize, you're having to move in with relatives, uh, whatever, because financial just slammed you or a worldwide pandemic, mm-hmm. or maybe it's something much smaller. Maybe it's um, an extended period of depression or anxiety in mm-hmm. your life or in the life of one of your kids or in your mm-hmm. spouse. And it just affects everything. And you look at that and you say, I don't want to embrace that. I don't want to wrap my arms around that and draw it close because it's bad. It's icky and I don't mm-hmm. like it. But if you uh, if you take a look at it, with the desire to find what you can embrace, Mm -hmm. you'll find something. Mm -hmm. You will always find something because Jesus is there in it somewhere. So when you can find that little piece of him in it, you can embrace that and it's going to look different every time. So for example, the financial crisis, right? You're losing stuff. You're having to downsize. You're having to move in with family and maybe it's awkward relationships and everything. And you say, I don't want to embrace that. But can you embrace the, um, the letting go of stuff that has been running you? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us are being run by our stuff and we don't even realize it. It takes a lot of energy and concentration to maintain all of the stuff in our lives when we are financially blessed. And sometimes having to let go of a lot of that allows us to embrace contentment in a new way, mm-hmm. to embrace simplicity, to embrace quiet or a slower pace. Um, That's just one thing that might be there. But if you look, you can find what that thing is that you can embrace. And then you need a Sharpie marker and a sticky note and you need to write that thing down because you're going to lose sight of it. You're going to lose sight of it constantly. And you have to put it back in front of your eyes and say, no, I'm embracing such and such right now. And it's, that's, a mindset, not a platitude. Yes. And so the the looking for something to embrace in that situation. You're laughing at me. I'm sorry. No, it's, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. This is so shallow. But the word platitude always makes me think of a platypus, and then I start laughing. I'm so sorry. But you're you're right. It's a mindset, oh not a platypus. <laughs> this is not a platypus. So <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I'll behave going forward. I promise no, that we are, we are so deprived of eye contact. <laughs> we miss, oh my, we miss each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And we're still on oh, Zoom, happens. but we will we be are. together one of these days, we but yes. Go. And then it will yes. even be weirder. So it's. <laughs> With or without a platypus. Yeah, so, All right. Well, the platypus and I were, yeah, yes. the platypus were, we were trying to say that this is a <laughs> mindset that it's not, it's not that, oh, you just have to suck it up and it's all Pollyanna. It's that we can look for 
a good in each situation that, you know, God can teach us. He can bring that ability to live in contentment. Like there is some area that we can grow towards good and allowing God to show that to us and, and grow in us. The cool thing is, is even though it's hard, we are modeling a resilience for our kids. Yes. That's a gift that they can pick up and maybe not have to go through this specific thing in their mm-hmm. life or, or if they have to, they'll have more bounce back than we might've had to start with. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us, I've heard this all over the place, even on Pinterest, that, <laughs> um, that when the lockdowns started, the quarantining, the stay at home orders, all of, all of it, um, it broke the stranglehold of busyness mm-hmm. on a lot mm-hmm. of our calendars. Mm-hmm. And that one of the fears as some areas of life are returning to something like normal, it's a new mm-hmm. normal, but, mm-hmm. but I'm hearing a lot of parents expressing a fear that we're just going to get sucked back into mm-hmm. that crazy pace. And I don't want to live in the blender anymore, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to resist it. And, uh, you know, that, that's a, that's a good thing that a lot of people embraced was the slowdown, Mm -hmm. Um, more time to actually have conversations with the people I actually live with, or more time to, to take walks in the sunshine, because Mm -hmm. I'm not rushing from this activity to the next. Um, So I think that, I think that for a lot of people, that's a really clear one that they can, that they can get a hold of and embrace. And so whatever it is that's coming towards you, that's weird. Don't pretend like it's not weird. Let it hurt. If it hurts, Mm -hmm. it hurts. Don't try to pretend Mm -hmm. that it doesn't. You're right. There's no room for Pollyanna. Mm -hmm. You don't try to just pretend that it's fine. Mm -hmm. You let it hurt, but you also actively look for what there is in this that you can embrace. Sometimes the thing that you're going to find to embrace is finding out you're stronger than you knew you were before. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You find out you can do hard things that you've never tried to do and have never wanted to try to do, mm-hmm. but you find out you can do them and you can do them well. That can be an amazing thing for our kids to learn and for us to, to point out in their own lives when they're faced with stuff. I, I have said on many occasions to one or the other of my kids when they're really struggling, but look at you, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Can you even believe it? You're doing it. I know it feels horrible, but oh my, look in the mirror at that person who's doing this really hard thing. Yeah. That's huge, man. That'll still be helping you when you're 80 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you can hold that embracing that it's weird, that's, that's a different part of your brain than the, Hey, I am, I am doing it. I'm getting through. I am finding it good. Both of those parts of the brain are just as real. So yes, we can grieve or we can experience the weirdness, but we can also find some power and find their strengths and, you know, whatever else that, that God needs us to learn at the time. So, yeah. 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 I think a lot of parents, um, more and more parents with each passing year are finding that their kids live in a perpetual state of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just the speed at which the world is changing or if it's who knows what else it is. But <clears throat> where a couple of generations ago, the teen who was experiencing anxiety was the unusual. Mm-hmm. Now the teen who is not experiencing anxiety is unusual. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, I think perhaps learning to embrace weirdness and, um, and learning to grow in resilience is way more important for teens now than it was once upon a time mm -hmm. because the world is just different. Mm -hmm. um, if we recognize that this is a need, it used to be you didn't need to teach teens to drive because there were no cars. <laughs> well, now there are cars and everyone has to drive everywhere. So, you know, we teach them to drive. Used to be you didn't have to set up rules for for um, cell phone use because mm -hmm. there were no cell phones. Well, now mm -hmm. there are. And so this is a part of it. And I, I think maybe part of the um, the weirdness that we might need to embrace as parents of teens is that anxiety is just a thing. And teaching our kids actively to be resilient in the face of things that cause them to experience anxiety. That's maybe like the new driver's ed. You, you just, you just did it. You just illustrated it. <laughs> <laughs> and never once Gosh, did I man. use a platypus. <laughs> <It> was... <laughs> oh no. Oh my. So 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 you know, like the the weird is that our our world is full of anxiety and our teens experience anxiety in a different way than my generation yeah. would have. Yeah. But when we give them the gifts of resilience of finding good and finding their strength, then they can live in that world and not be consumed by it. They know it's there. It's not defining them. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Yeah. Good so read stuff. your sticky note again to us. I'm going to read the sticky note again. The sticky note says it's complicated, but that's okay. So embrace the weirdness and keep trusting Jesus. <laughs> and watch out for platypuses. <laughs> <And> watch out. <laughs> Indeed. <Yeah. laughs> oh, God. And having a good belly laugh along the way over mm. something as silly as the word platitude, platypus mm. is that's that's good for the soul too. <laughs> <laughs> we are so easily amused. <laughs> we are. We are. Oh my. Well, I don't know. I don't know how um intellectually stimulating today's episode was, <laughs> but I think that quite possibly it might have been um, just really good for people to laugh along with us, to mm -hmm. also go all along with us because mm -hmm. none, none of us like it that there's so much anxiety. None of us mm -hmm. like it that there's so much weirdness. Mm -hmm. um, that's part of the group suffering. You're, you're right. Mm -hmm. That was an important thing for the teens in the homeschool youth group to learn group suffering. There's, there's something to be found there, something good. So yeah, so hopefully today's episode was encouraging to you, perhaps even amusing to you, if you find the concept platypus. of a platypus amusing. Um, and hopefully it's given you um, some willingness to grow resilience in your own life and to sow seeds of resilience in your teens' lives and help them water it and make it grow. So yeah. Awesome. All right. That'll wrap it up for today. And we look forward to future episodes with or without a platypus on <laughs> the Homeschool High School podcast from sevensistershomeschool.com and brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Mm -hmm.